Today, I'm talking to Julie Turris, wife of recently retired NHL player Kyle Turris. Kyle was the third overall draft pick in the 2007 NHL draft, selected by the Phoenix Coyotes. He played for four different teams over 15 seasons, the Phoenix Coyotes, the Ottawa Senators, the Nashville Predators, and the Edmonton Oilers. Recently retired, Kyle is finishing up his education while working for the Vancouver Canucks. Julie and I talk about finding out your husband has been traded on Twitter, building a life in Ottawa to then be moved at the blink of an eye to Nashville, Tennessee, and what it's been like transitioning a family of five into retirement. Join me in going behind the scenes with Julie Turris. Hey everyone, this is Emily Haran, and today we are going behind the scenes with Julie Turris. Welcome, Julie. Hi, thank you. For, I'm glad we finally got this to work. It's been a long time in the coming. A few sick children, not yeah, exactly. not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you can always work around them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they tend to take over the schedule. It's funny. It, it, it really, it really, very, very true. Uh, okay, well, so why don't we start it off by tell me a little bit, tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we can kind of jump in. Sounds good. Um, so I'm Julie. I'm from Minnesota. I am from Egan, Minnesota, so the Twin Cities area. I went to University of Wisconsin-Madison, which is where I met my husband, Kyle. And then after that, I just moved around with him and we've lived in Arizona, Ottawa, Ontario, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Edmonton, Alberta. And now he's retired and we're living in North Vancouver with our three kids who are nine-year-old Beckett, seven-year-old Teddy and six-year-old Cooper. So yeah. Feels like Vancouver is a good place to end up oh, I <laughs> after feel... all of those spots. <laughs> totally. And he's from here. He's from uh, outside of the city, New Westminster. And it's funny because we got married in Minnesota and I love Minnesota and it's beautiful. We got married 13 years ago in Minnesota or no, sorry, 11 years ago in Minnesota. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, why did you let me get married in Minnesota after coming to Vancouver? I'm like, there's so many places here we should have got married, but I just I can't like, believe you let me pick Minnesota over Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here now. We're settled now. So I find uh, around. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, so tell me a little bit about meeting your husband Kyle. You guys met at Wisconsin Madison, is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So All we right. met in university. I was um in my sophomore year, he was in his freshman year. And I just got on like a long term but a high school relationship, very yep. high school. Um and so <laughs> my friends were visiting and there's always this one kid that was in my class and he sat ahead of me and he wore a chain and he was really cute and he always wore a gray sweatsuit and I'm like, oh, he's super cute. And he always said ahead had me. And then I went to the bars one night and I saw him there. I was like, you're in my class. And we danced. And then he was like, and then he was so sweet and so Canadian and was very, <laughs> very polite and saved me a spot in class and would talk about Canada the whole time. And I had never been or even thought about Canada, but talked to me about Canada a lot. And then our first date was on Valentine's Day in 2008. And then we've Shoot. been together ever since. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like hockey players in college are always older. He was freshman, you were sophomore, but I feel like hockey players tend to do like a gap year or something. So totally. was he, was he kind of your same age, a little older or? Oh no, he actually, he was younger than me. So he's two years oh, wow. younger than me, yeah. a, a grade younger when it comes yeah. to school wise. Um, yeah. 
he's an 89, I'm an 87. And a lot of guys do end up being older in the grade that they are. Um, but yeah. he was, he, he was right where he was supposed to be. And he only went to university for uh, three months or sorry, he left in that April to go play. So he only got like a semester and a half in. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So he was, I remember when I met him, um, I was friends with some of the hockey guys that were my age and they're like, Oh, he's yeah. a really nice guy. Like he's a really great player. And I'm like, Oh, well that's awesome. And I said, cool. him, and he's like, well, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, but I'll stick around. I'll be here for a while. Like I'm not going anywhere. And then like three months later, he got a call and he had to go play in Arizona for Wayne Gretzky. And he was like, well, I'm out. So I'm like, Oh, it's okay. That's so, a hard call to turn yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, I can't say no. So he left and we did long distance for two years while I finished my degree. And, um, he was playing so interesting yeah. yeah okay so when he he left college early did did he did you think he was gonna end up going back to school at some point or did you kind of start to realize like oh this this might be the like I, his career I, for real yeah <laughs> I thought it, I thought that was it. I knew he'd be which was interesting because I was a 20 year old in college and he was an 18 19 year old with a career <laughs> Yeah. So we lived two very different lives for those two years. It, it's interesting because I knew he would he'd be playing. And then he came to a point when we were in Nashville, uh, I want to say five years ago, maybe, where he went back to school. And yep. Wisconsin's really wonderful in the sense that they honor his scholarship. So he could go oh, wow. back and do online courses. Yeah, which is, isn't always the case. So he That's um, awesome. was able to, get, <laughs> yeah, he got into the business school and he's been doing, he'll graduate this year. So he did finish oh just took him, a little extra took time, like 14 years later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was that for you dating someone that's like actively playing in the NHL? Like that's on one hand got to be super cool. And also at the same time, kind of a little bit lonely, maybe. Yeah, it was weird. It was, you know, looking back, I remember I was so young and I was in college and I just was like in a totally different mind space. And he had a house in Arizona that I ended up moving into, but it was this beautiful house that he had bought. And I was like, oh, my God, to my girlfriends, I'm like, let's go there for spring break. So I brought eight girls down yeah. for spring break. And he was like, he has a routine. He has, yep. you know, games to play. He's He has a job. And I'm just like, spring break like with my girlfriend. And it <laughs> immediately was like, oh, this wasn't such a great idea. It was fun. And he was a champ about it. But I'm like, that kind of show that we were in two different worlds. But it was two years and I wouldn't yeah. change anything about it. I think it was, it yeah. was good for us. And then I moved in with him like after I graduated and yeah so it was it was fun yeah how did how did that go in terms of like navigating as you're going through college and you're thinking like this seems to be working long distance great mm -hmm. his career seems to be going well you're probably flying to NHL games how did you start thinking like okay should I be finding like a really intense career should I be like a little bit flexible for wherever Kyle ends up how mm -hmm. did you like in your early 20s start to think how your life was going to pan out. <laughs> yeah. I never thought it would be the way that it was, but I also knew what I was getting into in the yeah. sense that it was unpredictable. When I was in school, I was at kind of the crossroads of deciding, deciding my major. And yep. and it, I, I, it's funny. I look back and I'm like, his, our relationship had a lot of influence on that and not mm -hmm. in a good or bad way, just it had influence in the sense that I knew I wanted to get out in four years. I didn't want to yep. do longer schooling than that because I just was so excited to go and be with him. And I needed yeah. a job that was flexible schedule wise and that I could do it. Yeah. 
So I got yeah. into um, my degrees in human development and family studies. So yeah. Um, so it, I, a te- I was a teacher essentially yep. for very little kids. Um, and it was wonderful. And I, I really enjoyed when I did that. Um, and when I moved to Arizona, I worked in a private school and I was a teacher for the little kids in there. And I substituted and I got summers off with him, which was really nice. Oh, nice. Um, so it it did, looking back, like I went today with my own kids go back to teaching. I find it one of the hardest jobs. <laughs> like I have so much so empathy hard. and like an admiration for teachers. But when yeah. I was young and had the energy and the time, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's, I think it's really easy, like, especially when you're in college and you're like shaping your life to think like, Mm -hmm. I could model it after this person, like figure out what's going to work for this person and myself. And like, sometimes you kind of get the feedback, like, that's stupid. You don't know how this relationship's going to work out. But like, on the (laughs) other hand, it's like, well, if I don't commit to finding out and like going down this career path, how would I ever know? And being able to find something like teaching that is so rewarding is Mm -hmm. really lucky, especially when it gives you summers to travel with your husband. No, it did. It was was perfect. And it was, you know, like I, I wouldn't have done that if I didn't think there was something like a real future with us. And um, I, yeah, I, I, it's interesting because I say now I'm like, oh my gosh, what I would have done differently, you know, like what what degree would I have? But I, yeah. I think everything happened the exact way that it was meant to, and I loved teaching. And then when I moved to Canada, it was a bit different. I, it wasn't as easy as I thought because my degree doesn't translate to the degrees yeah. here for teaching, and it's pretty competitive up here. But then I ended up volunteering mm. in schools and doing my own thing that way, and it was just as rewarding. So Works out. yeah, yeah. So. When Kyle has gotten traded, what does that look like for you? Because I feel like everything I hear following along sports is like, oh yeah, this person just got traded at the end of the game or whatever. And like, what, like that's one whole situation for the player, but Mm -hmm. for the family of that player, how do you hear about, oh, Kyle's moving from Arizona to Canada or wherever. And like, how did, how did you Mm -hmm. find out? And like, what does that look like for you logistically? It's funny because when he was in Arizona, um, it got kind of messy in Arizona for him with the team and, and or the organization, I should say, and contract talks and all that kind of stuff. And so I, mm-hmm. I knew our time when it wasn't as surprising, but it's still, I remember exactly when it happened. I, and I had a full, like I was working full time at a school and um, yeah. I remember I found out in a parking lot through Twitter, like I looked on Twitter and it was like, Kyle Thomas <laughs> has traded to Ottawa. And so I called him and I'm like oh my god did you just get traded and he's like I don't think so oh, wait my agent's calling me just hold on a second so he was like and I'm like oh my gosh so I just was crying in the parking lot because I I'm not good with change I'm a highly anxious yeah. person like I like routine I like uh I got really comfortable in Arizona and I had a we had a uh we have our, our dog he was an eight yep. week old golden retriever and I remember oh being like how am I gonna move with my dog like what do I do with this dog and looking back I'm like oh my god like <laughs> that was the easiest move I could have made because yeah. I had really no ties and I had to look up Ottawa on a map I'm like I don't even know where Ottawa is like I had never yeah. heard of it and then lo and behold we spent he's played there for seven years we kept our house there for another three so that was 10 years of our life wow. it's my favorite city in the whole world all my kids were born oh. there like I have really great friends there it became like home to me like I would consider yeah. Ottawa probably our, our, our home um and it's you know I just went into it and you just kind of like you said it they get traded and then they the next day it's like well they're leaving tomorrow and then you kind of finish you pack up the house you figure oh, wow. everything out and then you follow when you can 
without kids, it was pretty easy for me to get there within the week. My dog, I had to figure out that was kind of chaotic at the time. But the team has this wonderful Jordan who they like, everybody's, every team has a person that can help you with that. And he was so helpful and they just kind of plop you down and then you're like, that's where you are. So that move was that way. And then we were in Ottawa for so long, getting traded from Ottawa was unexpected. And that was really hard because we wanted to stay there. And so when that, when I found out about that, I was, I had a, a two-year-old, sorry. Yeah. Two-year-old, a, no, no, no. How old was Beckett? He was three, a one-year-old and an eight-week-old. So the babies were all really little. And I was holding my eight-week-old and I remember he got the call and it was the GM and I just felt like I, we were making dinner and he's like, you have 30 minutes to decide what you want to do. And I'm like crying. And he's like, well, my wife is like a puddle right now. I don't know what to do. So he signed with Nashville and that was a very hard one because we had really big roots there. Um, yeah. So that was a hard one. Went to Nashville. I made great friends. Other than that, I don't, it wasn't, it was just, it, it was what it was. And then yeah. we moved to Edmonton. He signed there and that was a bit more expected. And that at that point, I was just, once you rip off the bandaid, you kind of just get used to it. So interesting. But it is a lot of background. The females or the, the partners are the ones who are like, they go up, they up and leave. And then you're packing, you're selling the house, you're finding a new house, you're doing all the, the background stuff that needs to get done. Yeah. So you mentioned someone named Jordan. So it sounds like the NHL team will have a representative or someone that can kind of help Mm -hmm. you figure out like maybe a neighborhood, but like how much support do you really get? Or are you kind of like, Hey, like you're moving here. Here's like, you know, restaurants, gyms, schools, good luck. Like what, yeah. What level of support do you get? It varies team to team. I would say every team has like a person, like a Jordan. Every team has a Jordan. Yep. Um, that's usually helpful. A lot of teams, some teams will have manuals. So you get like a manual and it's like, you know, here are the good neighborhoods, here's the schools, whatever. A lot of it is left to just like you talk to other teammates and figure out where they are and what they're doing. And then you kind of follow along. I've made, like, I'm, I'm a research, like I like to just look and look. So I've always found our houses, no problem. (laughs) Like we bought most of our houses without us looking at them. Like we just kind of pick an area, pick a house, buy it, and then move in. There's actually a, a retired hockey wife, her husband retired a while ago, who just started a company called Pro Athlete or Pro. She handles these move cities to cities. So she's kind of like created oh. this really great structure for women and, and the partners and the families to be like, we will move you because we know what it's like, which I'm like, that's genius because you kind of just uh, like one place to put all this, this information that you need. So totally do do you feel like <laughs> while Kyle was playing whenever you moved you like moved into your house differently with the mindset of like if we have to move out of here I want things much easier to pack up <laughs> yeah yeah because Ottawa we were like we I thought we would live and die in Ottawa and so yep. we were not ready for that at all where everything else was yeah. pretty transient and you kind of live your life. And once you start getting traded more often, like with one foot in and one foot out. So yeah, um, I definitely made friends outside of the team and got involved with the community, but I would always kind of be like, I probably won't be here more than two years. So interesting. What is, what is the like wives significant other community for like the NHL teams? Like, do you find, I mean, I feel like there's probably plenty of stereotypes, plenty of like realistic stereotypes, plenty of fake stereotypes. Did you find Mm -hmm. that it's generally a welcoming crew or does it kind of depend team by team? 
I've always had great experiences. Like, and I've been amazing on a handful of teams and I've had like incredible experiences. I found them to all be very welcoming, very mm-hmm. humble, very easy to get along with. You're kind yeah. of all in it together. Like you all are in the same boat as far as like yeah. your husbands are gone a lot. So you just create this really great community. There are like that, there has been, and there are like the bad apples in the group or the one that you're like, mm, like, you know, whatever. But yeah. I, I was surprised, like most of, I would say more often than not, they have their own careers, their own uh, yeah. schooling, their own aspirations. Like it's a very independent group of women, I find. Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. I- I have to imagine, especially like as you move from Canada to Nashville, where like that's a huge set of cultural yeah. differences and yeah. vice versa, right? Like Arizona to Canada. Like I have to imagine yeah. there's other like partners who are in your same situation or who have also just had a kid and has to move. And so you have a little bit of your own supportive community through the other spouses. Is that fair? Oh yeah, very fair. Like it's a village and it's interesting because like I'll complain and be like, you know, we just like moved from, like we moved to Ottawa. I had to look it up in a mat and you're talking to a girl from Finland who's never left Finland and is in Ottawa, you know? So you're like, oh, so yeah, like, it's probably like your family's all continent away. It's a good reality check. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Everybody. And that's the thing is even everybody has their own story with it and everyone has their own struggle. Everyone has their own, like, there's always something going on with every player and every family. Right. So yeah. Um, but everybody's very understanding and like, they're always a good sounding board for those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't take this anymore because of X, this Y, and Z. insane. Yes. Yeah. Like, can you believe we just did that? They're like, you did so good. Good job. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's really nice. It's a very nice. supportive group. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like your family and friends, like friends outside of the NHL community understand the commitment you've basically made to Kyle and his career where you're like, no, I, we are now moving to Canada or we're now <laughs> moving to Nashville. Or do you find that they're kind of like, Julie, you don't, you don't have to be doing all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, I've had, it's interesting. I think that they understand to as much as they can understand without yeah. being in it. So yeah. they're very supportive, but there's a lot that we miss out on that. I think, uh, especially because we got married young and I had kids young like there was a lot of weddings, a lot of, you know, baby showers, a lot of bachelorette, stuff like that, that I couldn't be a yeah. part of because, and also from, you know, September until however long playoffs go. So that could be, you know, May, June, whatever, yeah. basically just what, like if I go, there's no one to watch the kids because he's yeah. in and out. So I can't just kind of up and leave. Yeah. I did have an amazing live in nanny at the end of his career named Annie, who was like my right hand man and in it yeah. all, but I think my friends for the most part were really understanding and they would come visit me. And then I think they would see like, Oh, this is like a lot, like you're, you know, it's a lot going on, but they would always be like, what number do you have now? Cause I'd always be changing phone numbers or what's your address. (laughs) Like, you know, where, where are you now? Like you just are always moving around. And so, and my family's very, very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you're the friend with the, the more interesting updates. Because you're yeah. always on the move. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I've never been to Canada. I'll come visit you. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. That's what, what were the like big cultural differences moving from the U.S. to Canada? Were there any? It, yes. I remember when I first moved to Ottawa, I was like, I felt like I went back in time. Like I felt like I was like <laughs> 10 years, 10 years from whatever the date was. I'm like, this is like, no, we have this, but like, this was new 10 years ago. Like it's a yep. very... <laughs> 
at least in Ottawa. And I say this now with so much love because this is what I yeah. love about Canada and why we move here permanently. But when I first moved, I was like, what, why can't I order this right away? Why can't I get this package right away? What do you mean you don't have this restaurant, this store at my fingertips? Why yep. can't I get this channel? Why can't I watch this video right when I want to? Like, I find the States are very, everything is at your fingertips. It's very convenient. Everything's fast paced. Yeah. Anything you want, you can have right away, depending on where yeah. you live. But in the cities that I lived, it was very... Like if I wanted Chipotle, there'd be a Chipotle within five miles of me. And then I yep. moved to Canada and everything was just a little bit like, no, no, we don't have that. Or no, we don't have, like, it was just a slower and it, there was like no target and like little things where yeah. you're like, oh, this is, so I, it's like the States, but like just enough difference where you feel like you're in like bizarro world. Like you are yes. in the States, but it's a little bit different. And so yeah. in the beginning I was like, I'm, I, I was going crazy. I was like, I can't. And now all those things and the slower pace and the fact that it's not so convenient all yeah. the time is what I love about it. And why I'm raising a family here is because there's something to be said about that too, I think. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I feel like raising a family or raising the next generation in an environment where everything is not like at your fingertips yeah. is yeah. really helpful because yeah. like, that's yes. just not how life always is. <laughs> no, it's so, and it's so refreshing. Like it's just, yeah. And it depends, like we're in a big, like Ottawa is a bit, is a lot smaller than Vancouver. It's, it, there's a yeah. lot more here than there was in Ottawa, but we came from Edmonton and it was just this like, and I'm from the Midwest. So it just reminds me yeah. of kind of like the Midwest a bit. It's just a bit not so chaotic and crazy. And yeah. it's not, I find Canada isn't as like it's not as yeah. like you either think this way or this way and that's the only way you can think like it's a very like more fluid, there's a spectrum of everything yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah yes. yes exactly so it's kind of just yeah but that was the biggest movie I was like why can't I get this channel like why can't I yeah. watch this he's like well we don't have that here I'm like <laughs> why not I remember yeah. one of my good friends moved from San Francisco to Paris and she's like the adjustment of realizing I can't just order anything I want on Uber Eats at any hour yeah. she's yes. like it's actually been really good for me but boy was that frustrating <laughs> the first like eight times I went out at night <laughs> <laughs> that's so true like that's that's it's a convenience like in in Ottawa yes. when I moved there Amazon wasn't it was like not oh, like yeah. they didn't really have Amazon Prime so it was more yep. like so I was like four days I was like my packages was coming in four days I was like I need toilet is, paper like, right is, now <laughs> I was like what yeah I don't even know how this works like I was so where it's like no 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 it's and then yeah so and now we have Amazon Prime like it, it's very it's very fast now in due time it all it all, it all yeah. capitalism always catches up yeah, it always it's, does it's there. it's coming yeah <laughs> So. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that you and Kyle got married young, you had kids young. How did did you guys know that like you wanted to start a family early? Did you feel like starting a family while Kyle was still working made sense because kids would get older and he'd retire? Mm. Like how did you guys think about bringing kids into what I would describe as a really chaotic NHL environment. <laughs> well, I would say I was, I didn't realize, like I, when we were young, so I, we got married, I think I was 25 when we got married and he was 24 and then we yeah. had kids the next year. So we just, okay. we just, just had went kids right next into year, it and it was went right into it. And it was more like, it's interesting because in the, in the professional athlete world, or at least in the NHL, I find everything is a little bit more, uh, like when you're like, 22 you're not really 22 you're like 22 with a career like you're just a it's mm -hmm. a different kind of time dimension yeah. there 
So you already have your career. You've probably already bought a house you've, or you've moved around a lot. Like I just yep. feel like everything's set up a bit. So it wasn't abnormal for us to get married that young. It wasn't abnormal for us to have kids. Like it was almost just like I, all my girlfriends on the team who were my age had kids around the same time. Like, yeah. Um, the 30 year old on the team was like the old guy. Like he's <laughs> the, the really old one with like, you know, like older kids and, and his wife is never around cause she has to take her kids places. And you're like, this is so yep. crazy. Like you're so old. But we, so we had them really young. And part of that was like, we, we felt quite, he felt established in his career. We wanted to have yeah. kids. And then we also wanted them to be able to see his crew, like see, at yeah. least remember or be a part of a bit of his career. Cause it is so short lived. Yep. Um, yeah. And so our oldest Beckett, he was nine and he, so he, he was born in Ottawa, but he's, he went, he's been in many games. He remembers yep. like it's, and our daughter, Teddy, she, she hit and missed. And then Cooper, I'm not sure he's, he's kind yeah. of all over the place. I'm like, I, he might remember, but I'm not, he, he thinks he does, but we want them to be part of that. And then on the flip yeah. side, he did retire young. And so now he can be a part of kind of their formative years Life. and growing up and do all that. Um, yeah. It does make things a lot harder because you're moving around a lot. It's a very unpredictable life. Like you're pulling them from schools in the middle of the year. Yeah. Um, you can't really guarantee anything, but they, they're very, very resilient and they didn't know any differently. So I don't, I, I it, it worked out very well for us. Yeah. I mean, parents move their kids for way less reasons all the time. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, yeah. Kids, kids yeah. are resilient. You don't have to worry too much as long as they've got yeah. kind of like the support system. Do, oh, did they, did they like realize like, oh, my dad's playing hockey and my friend's dads are not playing hockey or a sport. <laughs> like, did they like, did that start to get into their brains? <laughs> I think, you know, it's funny. I think they realize it a lot more now that he's retired. So it's kind mm. of ironic that I think he start, they're starting to, because when they was playing, it was, it wasn't so much of a, like, they just were like, yeah, my dad plays hockey. Like, it would just be like, yeah, being like, yeah my dad is an accountant or whatever. Like, it was yep. just like, he plays hockey, like, or whatever. Like, it wasn't so much of a big thing. And now that they're a little bit older and we live in a big city that hockey driven like I think it's yep. a little bit more like they're they realize it but they're also now it's confusing for them because he's retired so they're like yep. kind of joke around like oh like you're like an old man like you're retired <laughs> like you're like my oldest is always like you're a washed up hockey like he and my husband's like okay Becky like chill <laughs> like but it's, listen it's a different just perspective wait. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hold on <laughs> but, uh, that is was, so yeah. funny do yeah. Did you put your kids into, I don't know what little league hockey is called, but like, do they all, can they all ice skate at least? Yes. It's called. So when they start, it's so cute here. It's called Timbits after like Tim. Oh, Timbits. Yep. And so they're in Timbits and um, my boys both play hockey and we both wish that they wouldn't because it is such <laughs> a horrible sport to watch when you're, it's just so aggressive. Um, my yes. younger ones like started quite young at five. My older son, because of COVID, this is only his second year, but he's in mm. rap hockey and he loves, yeah. they both love it. Um, yeah. It's just a crazy schedule and it's a lot of commitment, but they seem yeah. to have a lot of fun with it. And my daughter likes yeah. to skate. Um, she does other things, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, they have fun with it. It's very, I feel like Canadians like come out of the womb skating. Like they're just like, yeah. <laughs> Like it's they're not, born onto a skate rink. Yeah. Honestly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the like aggression and like physical nature of hockey has always been one that's like, on one hand, I think it's probably what makes people really like hockey. It's really mm -hmm. fast paced. It's really intense. There's some big hits, but 
for some reason it feels a little safer than football. Maybe that's my personal yeah. opinion, American yeah. football. Yeah. But yeah. how how do you feel about that? Like having watched your husband play this physical sport and then now watching your children play it, like how what is your concern level? How like how do you feel about it? Yeah, so it's funny because I was the one in the stands that always was like <gasps> and would kind of like jump and be like, Oh my gosh. And like Kyle would, if somebody hit Kyle too hard or did something and he, like, I would, I would lose my mind. Like I, I would not be like, I would just be super worried about it. And yeah. So that translates with my kids. Like it's, so my younger one is still in like the Timbits, which is like the cute fun hockey. And then my older one, they're not hitting yet, but it's pretty like, I find I hate it. (laughs) Like I actually hate watching him play because it's just, but it's my husband. I like, I knew he could like look out for himself and he's yeah whatever but my nine-year-old I just like it's just my when he's on the ice I'm like just get off the ice get off the ice he loves it he's a great player he has a lot of fun with it he finally said to me like mom like you gotta like I just don't want to hear you (laughs) in a stance like so I try to be like "Mm -mm," because he doesn't it doesn't help him any but it's just uh yeah it's interesting because we have to talk about football versus hockey quite a bit and yeah I don't I think any contact sport is just with everything coming out I just you know you want to expose them to everything and let them do what they love but it's also keeping them safe so we have not let them we were gonna maybe let them try flag football this year but I just I think it I think it'd be one or the other if they were to you know I just one or the other would be great I don't think every sport needs to be a contact sport when they're this (laughs) little and like throw yeah. golf in or tennis or anything else, but um, yeah. How does like how do you, how does Kyle feel about it as the person who's been doing the sport? Like, does he also get like think like oh, that's fine for me, but these kids like maybe not. <laughs> I think he sees it more like it's not as bad as I think it is. Mm-hmm. And if you they learn young, then they learn how to kind of not yeah. be hit in a certain way. Uh, as far as like hockey, he's, there's a lot of politics behind it and it's a big commitment mm-hmm. and, you know, you miss out on a lot if you're in any sport or anything that yeah. you're doing as a kid, if you're committing fully to something, it can take you away from a lot of other things. So I think that side of it, he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you, so he's like, we'll see how they, much they like love it. But if it's just like yeah. a fun thing, social thing for them to do, then I think doing more than one thing and being well-rounded and not just hyper-focusing on one thing is what he would prefer. Yeah. He's definitely less antsy than I am at the games. Like he's built differently than I am that way too. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a really interesting point in terms of like how much it monopolizes your time as a child. And so I, I imagine Kyle who made it to the NHL for a number of years had a very different childhood than like the one you had and the one you probably thought about your kids having. And so like, that must be so interesting to navigate as a pair where you're like, no, it's totally normal. They should be going off and doing these things. And he's like, oh, yes. I was in hockey camp for all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like he missed birthday parties. He didn't go yeah. skiing at a certain point because it was too, like it was too dangerous if he got an yep. injury. Like he would go to high school with like a baked potato wrapped up for his lunch and like broccoli, <laughs> like very like chicken and rice. Like where I'm like, we had like, yeah, very, very different. He was an only child. Yeah. So they could also hyper focus in on this. Yep. Where I think looking back, I'm like, did you know, we have, I'm like, did you, did you like, he loved playing hockey, but did you like yeah. love, like, you know, he's like, I don't know. Like it just is all I knew and all I did. Yeah. So I don't know much different, but I think giving them a little bit, it's about, you know, boundaries and 
and the, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that and exposing them to everything. It is much different though. And it's interesting, I think for him more so than me to like watch his kids and kind of play back his own childhood and how it looked compared to oh, yeah. them now. That's, yeah. I, I hadn't even like considered that, but yeah, I mean, for him, he, he was way too in it to know the difference. And I think like, mm-hmm. that's also what's nice about our generation is like, mm-hmm. we have a little bit more of that wherewithal of like, you have options and like, you should try yes. as many things as possible because who knows, you could be really good at the violin or something, you know? And yes. just like, you don't need to do this one thing that we've all decided for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think it's just this, you know, nothing. It's just a, a more aware, more like, and I didn't, I didn't play sports. I didn't really. And so there's something that said about that too. My parents were more like, just, we want you happy and, you yeah. know, just be happy. And if you want to quit that, quit that. And that, and now I don't know if that's a great, like, I think there's somewhere yeah. in the middle where it's like, well, you should probably see things through and, yep. and stick with one thing and have a vision or a focus or a goal because I kind of floated and was happy, but yep. so it's all, How it's has- all learning. Yeah. How has that, like for you and Kyle, like raising your kids, how have you guys figured out how to balance your own, like how you were created as humans and like how you're going to collaborate on raising these kids and making sure that they, they can hopefully find that middle ground. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of communication, a lot of discussion, a lot of, you know, learning about our, it's, I think everybody, no matter what their background is. I think you start to get to a point where you, like, I love my parents dearly and to me they're perfect, but you start to see them more as people and not just your parents. Like you're like, Oh, these are your flaws. These are the things that, you know, and you just, all you can do with that is not change anything, but just take that and learn from it. And, you know, so Kyle and I, we are very different, but we also our core values, our core morals, everything that is, is our foundation is the exact same. So we can build on that. And then, take pieces from both sides of our childhood and put it into our kids and just hope that they yeah. come out. I mean, they'll probably still need therapy and just like all of us do, but like we all do. There'll so. be something we miss. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's something we missed along the way, but hopefully they're okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, you hope yeah. that the therapy is not overly expensive. That's all you can hope for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Kyle retired last year, I think. And which is like, Oh a yeah. Huge- yeah. Tell me about that transition. That is a huge transition. <laughs> I remember talking with you about this. I'm like, I hope I don't cry. Cause I, he's loving <laughs> life retired. Like he loves it. Good he's, for him. He's in school. He's working for the Canucks for like an internship that he loves. Oh, so amazing. He's, he's back and doing stuff like that. He's worked with a team here that like a team that he played for the Coquitlam Express and uh, he's with the kids. He's coaching the kids. He's very, he's like, likes to be busy where I feel yeah, like I was going to say he didn't take a beat at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's, he, he thrives on it and he's really enjoying yeah. it. So I, where I found, and I, I knew it was coming as retirement and everything, but I just lived so long in this uh, bubble of following him around and just holding the house yeah. down and following him around and holding the house down and following him around and doing that and it was very routine, right? Like it's very mm-hmm. like September comes around, camp starts up, season starts up. Annie, my right hand man, my nanny, she steps in full time and yep. we tackle it together. He's in and out. He's not committed to anything. And then, you know, playoffs happen, summer comes and we have our summers off and then like wash, rinse and repeat. And so yep. when that was taken away, I was like, this is, and like I said, I'm not great with change. So it wasn't good or bad. I find the transition. I yeah. just found it was completely different. It was just so different yeah. than 
the last 14 years of my life. And there's a majority of it that I, yeah, like the, and that's, I've got my, all my adult life, right? Like it was, it was all my adult life as was this lifestyle of routine unpredictability. So there's really great things about it. And I would say there's more great than there is not like he's around all the time. We have the freedom. Like we went to Disneyland in December and that was never an option because you only could travel in the summer when they were off. Like you just don't. So it was like, we can do he has he's around for every holiday he's around for their concerts he's around for things that like just weren't uh, he's coaching them like things that just weren't even like we couldn't even think about and so that's amazing and the kids love having him around on the flip side it was a really nice you kind of had your own community of people who are going through the same thing who understand you who there's always social things going on I'm a very social person so every you know you'd go to games you'd go to games at houses you would have um like little get togethers, lunches, parties, whatever, like there'd always be something going on, kids getting together, because you're all in the same boat. And so like a Tuesday would be like a really fun day, because there's a game and a dinner and whatever. And then transitioning into retirement life, I'm like, Oh, it's just a Tuesday. Like it's nothing. You're retired too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it's just the pace is different. I just missed my friends and that kind of community I had within it. And I've made great friends here, but everybody's busy and life is really busy and everybody's going a different direction. And so you get together once a couple of weeks for dinner and yeah. yada, yada, because it's, it's just a different, um, it's just different. So I don't think it's good or bad or it's just different. And now I'm at a place after, cause this is his second season of retirement, like where I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm getting into my groove, but I also need to look at myself and be like, okay, I don't have to live around this schedule, this rigid schedule. Yeah. What do I want to do? You know, what do I, what do I see it looking like? So figuring that out. Yeah, it it feels like it's both very frictionful in terms of like you had it kind of your routine down, like everything was Mm -hmm. a well-oiled machine. And now Kyle's Mm -hmm. like, not saying he's messing it up. It's just like that change (laughs) in the routine. But then like, on the other hand, there's a huge opportunity for you to be like, okay, well, now that we're both home and doing these things, like I can actually carve out a different set of time for myself and figure out different totally. things that I want to be doing, which is very fun and horribly scary. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's, you. that's perfectly put Emily. Like it's very, it's, it's exciting on paper. And then mm-hmm. I think when I start to really think about it, because I, in the 14 years, I never was ever really like, well, what do I love? What's my passion? Yeah. Because, and, it, and I don't say this in a resentful way. Cause I never, I, there was definitely resentment in his career being like, why are we moving again? Or why can't I just do whatever? <laughs> But in the overarching theme, I never was like, me, me, me. I was just like, this is what I signed up for. I know what I signed up for. This is what our family looks like. It's all good. So yeah. I never really thought about it. Like, what, what, am I, what am I passionate about? What do I love? What do I want to do? Because it wasn't an option. Now that I'm like, you can do go back to school or, or go start a company or go do this or learn about this or go take this class. And I'm like, but I don't know what I like. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I have a bunch of varied interests, but enough to dive into it. I don't know. So my girlfriend yeah. who retired, her husband retired a bit before mine, um, went through the same motions when Kyle was still playing and I couldn't really relate. And now I just think about her words and Ryan kept saying like, you know, I was putting all this pressure on myself to be like, what do you like? What do you want to do? And mm-hmm. I don't have to figure that out right now. Like I know I yeah. will, I know I have things to offer. I know there's things I want to do, but it's going to come to me. And I, when it does, I'll be great, but I'm not trying, I put so much pressure on myself to be like, right now, what do you love Ryan? And I didn't know. And yeah, so she, yeah. 
So I feel like it can be particularly hard when you're married to someone who clearly has their like calling and it's been working out and you're yes. like, great. I like, I know the puzzle pieces that I'm adding to the mix. I'm enabling your career. Yes. We're raising this beautiful family. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, oh shit, am I supposed to have something that's that big as well? And like, no, yeah. it's ridiculous to assume that everyone has an all-encompassing passion, but like all of a sudden, like when that spotlight is turned on you of like, great, yeah. now you have time to do this. You're like, what the fuck? I spent 14 yeah, years doing this. No. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> and I, maybe I don't want to do something yes. that big. Like it's just, it yes. is very, he's such a driven person. And you know, like you can relate when they make it to this point in their career and their life yeah. or in their passion or whatever it is, you're like, wow, that's amazing. Like you can't get any higher. Yeah. But I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for me. And I, I have, you know, I keep telling Kyle, I'm so good at so many things, but none of them I can get paid for. Like, I just don't know yeah. how to get that, <laughs> translate that into something that's, you know, so for now I've, I've been at peace with like, I, I'm still a full-time mom and I still yeah. have three little kids to take care of. So that is my job. And I take so much pride in that. And I feel like I'm really, really blessed to have, stay home with them and to be able mm -hmm. to do that. I think I will find something of my own that will be completely because I, I do crave to be needed in a different way, yeah. just in, yeah. not in a way that's in the house. So, and that will come and, uh, and it will be great. And I just can't sit here. I spent a lot of the first year of his retirement being like, this is so boring. What do I want to do? I need something for myself. It's my time. Finally, yeah. my time after 14 years, what do you want, Julie? And like being like, but that will come to you. Like it's, it's, it's okay. And I like, feel like we, it, we're very blessed to have this opportunity where he is home with the kids and, and we can live this life in Vancouver and the mountains. And I'm just trying to enjoy that and then let everything else come yeah. as it may. Yeah. I also think it's really hard being a beginner as a fully formed adult where you're like, okay, yes. I do want to try this new thing. And then you're like, I'm bad at it. And I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> That's what I said to my girlfriend. I was like, I don't really like, and I said that to Kyle, I had this whole discussion about failure. I'm like, yeah. I, I was really good in school, you know, mm -hmm. 20 years ago, whatever I was in school, I was really good in school. I wasn't afraid to try anything, but now as a 36 year old, if I'm like, I feel like I want to be this. And everybody else is like, we've been doing this for 20 years and you're just going to be like, I like design or I want to be a realtor. And you're like, no, yep. I don't think like, it's very scary. And my girlfriend, Lauren and, and Kyle, I talked to them about this and we're like, they don't have that in them. They're like, well, we're just, I'm not scared to fail. Like, you just, just do. do it. And if you fail, and yeah. I'm like, no, but I like, I would be mortified. Like, I just, It's embarrassing. I it's embarrassing yeah. to have the audacity to think that I could do it. And it's like, yes, it's yes, not, it's yes. just, that's how I'm wired is I'm embarrassed by yes. my own interests yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like it is the audacity to be like you think you can just yeah. I'm like but I am kind of good at it and they're like no no but no, it's no. my own hurdle to get over and it I need to get over that and once I get a little bit more comfortable and confident myself in that way I think then I can just be like them and be like I don't care one year for my birthday my husband bought me a book about how to be a beginner because I was like I hate, I hate being bad at things. And he was like, you need to get over it. Being a beginner is the most fun because you improve the most, like in the yeah. like, shortest amount of time. And I was like, wow, I really wish that was my perspective on life. Yeah. Like I just think about how bad I am all the time. It's so interesting when you have people like your husband bringing these angles and you're like, that's yeah. how you think of it. Oh, oh much more what, positive and productive. Yeah. What a great perspective on life. That would be helpful. That would have been helpful. That's helpful. Yeah. I'll have to look into that book. I need oh, that right my. Yeah. I, uh, it would like, uh, the first chapter was about like a 
grown adult learning to play chess and getting his ass handed to him by like an eight-year-old and I was like see like I wouldn't show up again I wouldn't go back to chess <laughs> no same and I wouldn't tell my husband he'd be like where were you and I'd be like grocery store nowhere yeah like, I don't want to worry about it. about it I got lost in the parking lot okay it's fine, it's fine. Just, we're not gonna ever talk about this thing <laughs> oh my goodness so Kyle has found kind of he keeps himself busy so he's found his transition mm -hmm. You are like finding your way. Vancouver feels like the best city to try and transition your life. Yeah. And then your kids seem like to be at the perfect age to like, one, remember their dad's career, but like two, also really have that childhood of having both parents at home, which is like, yes. so many kids don't get that blessing. That is yeah. so incredible. It's like, a, it's a, it's a very, um, I think even just the stability of staying in one place at these ages is very, yes. very, like, I think, I mean, like I said, kids are so resilient and my kids surprise me with every move. Like I'd so worried about them and they're always fine and they have each other. So they're very close to yep. each other in our family. Oh, like yeah. you said, like wherever we are, then they're fine. Like as long as they're with yep. us, they're fine. But it, that last move out of Edmonton, my oldest was seven when we moved and that, I think he was, that was a turning point where he kind of was like oh but I have friends here I have a hockey yeah. team like and that was hard for him and I'm like oh he's just built a different way where this would have gotten exponentially harder for him as he got older yeah so yeah they were even like oh so when we moved here they're like we're gonna be at Highlands like this is our school forever and I'm like yeah well yeah until you go to the high school which is down the block like this is it yep. and they were so mind blown but it's a good <laughs> sense of stability and and moving like that and any kids who do move around I think it gives you so much character and like adds so much it to you or it really enriches your life. Like I think it gives, I lived in one place my whole life, like the same house yeah. from two and my parents still live there now. And there's something to be said about kind of moving around and they can be plopped down in a room and be very outgoing and make friends with everybody yes. and comfortable. And, but it is very, very nice to now live in a city that they're staying in. And then we have Kyle's dad who we're really close to like 20 minutes oh, away nice. and he's a part of all that. And so it's, it's been really nice. Oh, that's really nice. And how did you guys pick Vancouver other than it being like literally the best? I mean, it's consistently ranked as like the best city yeah. to live in. So other <laughs> no, than everyone telling it. you. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We, it's a, not go too far, but when we were in Nashville, Nashville was great. Mm -hmm. We lived out 20 minutes outside the city. It was beautiful, beautiful rolling hills, wonderful people. Yep. Just wasn't for us. The South wasn't for us. Yep. It wasn't our cup of tea. And so yep. being out of Ottawa in the States, living in the States again, and it was kind of during the beginning of COVID and a lot of political yeah. stuff. And we were like, whoa, this is a lot. We realized, okay, we want to be in Canada with our kids. Or yep. we were considering the Midwest, like Minnesota, where I'm from. And then yep. it came down to like, oh, well, like we're either going to live, we wanted to live by family because we've never been able to live by family because we don't choose where yeah. we live. We just go wherever. So we're going to choose to live by family. It's Minnesota or BC. Um, yeah. And we're really, really close with my family, but Minnesota's winters were really hard. And after being in Edmonton yeah. and Ottawa, we were like, uh, eh, we could do without the winters. So then yeah. we're like, it's Vancouver it is. And we actually were considering Ottawa for a very long time too, because that felt yeah. like home to us. Yeah. Um, but we don't have family there. Like we have fa friends yeah. that are like family, but no family family. And we were like, we yeah. really should be by one of our families. So Vancouver. Yeah. It, was. it just, it makes sense as like kids get older and parents slash grandparents get older to be closer. I mean, like that's, those are, those are just like moments you don't really get back. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota winters, like, I wouldn't sign up for that. <laughs> no, it's, I know, yeah, we, we we really love my family, but it also is, like, so they're going to Not more than the snow. <laughs> no, no, 
<laughs> so they're going to spend a lot of time in Vancouver, actually. Like they'll yeah. come up here when our, oh, nice. like, they're going to come here quite a bit and stay with us for months at a time. It works out. It works out well, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Okay. Well, I know we've only got like a few minutes left. This has been super fun. What I are... know it's so easy. I know this has been a very easy breezy chat. Are there any kind of things that we can plug for you, for Kyle, what you guys are working on, where to follow along mm. or just otherwise send good vibes for you testing out a bunch of hobbies and activities. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, thank you. I will have to circle back, like do a year update. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll know, check back like. in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the only thing is that we're very passionate about and it's in Ottawa is the Capital City Condors. And it's a oh, wonderful cool. team of kids with, um, if they have something that keeps them from not being able to join a team. And then this team is for them. Um, And they're incredible. They just went to Philadelphia. And so if you can check them out, they're wonderful and a lot of fun. And so, Oh, my oldest just came up from the basement. (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) It's great. This is really good timing. Yay. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you would share it with friends and family and anyone else you know who might enjoy it. To help me continue to get better at this and get some more awesome guests, rating and reviewing this podcast wherever you're listening is hugely helpful. If you have thoughts, reasonable feedback, and or guest recommendations, you can contact me via email at hello at emilyheron.com. That's hello at E-M-I-L-Y-H-E-R-R-O-N dot com. See you next week.